0: Welcome to the 15-Minute Client Podcast, the show for coaches and experts who want consistent high-paying clients. It's for those coaches and experts who are tired of the complex automations, they're tired of the hair-raising tech. They're tired of the convoluted funnels. They just want simplicity. If that's you, the 15-minute client podcast is for you. Hey, it is Luke Charlton here and welcome back to the 15-minute client podcast. We're excited to have you here on this beautiful Wednesday morning. It's really cold here today, just holding my coffee here. Uh, and uh, what I want to talk to you today is probably one of the more, uh, maybe the most powerful um, principles that um, that you can take on board if you want to be successful in your business. Um, so I'll start with, with a story um, of when where I learned this because I remember very, very um, <laughs> like it was yesterday. So there's this uh, an amazing book by Jack Canfield called The Success Principles. And it's a really big book. It's quite thick. And um, anyway, I b- bought it maybe 15 years ago or so. It would be more than that, actually, maybe. I mean, maybe 15 years ago. And sat on my shelf for a couple of years. And then I pulled it out one day. And um, I, I, back then I, had a, um, I was living in Canberra at my uh, mum's place and I uh, had a motorbike a little Yamaha SR400 so what I did is I got on my motorbike put the, this book under my jacket so it was like bulging out looked like I had a gut so thick um, put it underneath my leather jacket and I thought you know I'm going to ride my bike and go re- I was single obviously then <laughs> just leave the house whenever I wanted um, go ride it at this cafe um, up on this um uh, the top of this mountain in Canberra. Anyway, I, I start reading this book, The Success Principles, and the very first chapter, I'm pretty sure it's the first chapter, um, he talks about the, the most important principle of the whole book, which is um, taking 100% responsibility. So whether, whether it was you know, your fault or not, the, the principle there is... so as truck's going past. The principle there is, um, you know, whether it's your fault or not, taking 100% responsibility for every single situation. And if you do nothing else, um, I'll get nothing else from this episode, is go read that chapter. Because Jack, yeah, he explains it in a much more powerful way than what I'm doing right now. But basically, taking 100% responsibility for every single situation. And... And what that allows you to do, <clears throat> it, it gives you control over your life. It gives you power. It gives you the ability to change your own circumstances, whatever those circumstances are. And when I read this chapter, it was just like... I, I can't describe it. It was like this light bulb went off. Um, and I realized I had... It, it was in that moment. I remember getting on my... I just stopped reading there. I just got on my motorbike and... Um, I just... I just remember writing feeling so, uh, I don't know, elated, so powerful that I could, by taking 100% responsibility, I could literally change any type of reality that I wanted. And that's really the power of taking 100% responsibility. And um, I've I've always carried that with me through out my whole, ever since that day. Whole business career, like if something has not gone my way, um, I, I'm always thinking, okay, what is it that I could have done differently to change this? so I'll give you an example. So, um, recently we brought on a new client, and um, I have a, a campaign manager, and one of the first things that I told her when I trained her up um, almost a year ago was, um, you, know, we, you know, when a new client comes on board, one of the most important things we need to do is to get the reporting set up, right? We need to be able to track um, very accurately how many leads are coming in, how many appointments, uh, you know, how many sales and put them in a report. That would be one of the first things that we that we did that we do with the client. And this is the new client that I'm talking about was is you know, quite successful. So when this new client came on board, this is a month ago now, um, you know we, we still do not have the reporting set up and this <laughs> makes me super I can't say how it makes me feel because um could be children listening in um quite angry because you know there's um issues with the with not enough appointments coming through and then the high system that we're using is has was screwed up and it wasn't um reporting effectively and this is the reason why we need to get the more accurate reports of actually going into the person's you know crm or their appointment system like the calendar system and getting the all the accurate data like the appointments from there anyway this hasn't been done and um and it should have been done literally the the first week now it would be very easy for me to blame my campaign manager and she there have been places where she has dropped the ball but um at the end of the day it's it's really is is my fault um because i the way i see it is i haven't put the the processes in place for her to like for an example this is how take 100 percent responsibility comes in like for example i you know i'm thinking like how can i make sure this never happens again like this is where me i'm taking responsibility how can i make sure this never this never happens again i said well you know what i could create a to-do in my base camp where my campaign manager where she books an appointment with their team immediately as soon as they sign up to get the tracking sorted see the one of the problems that's happened is like we're sending emails we're sending emails to them and their team is just not responding and so she's saying to me well they're not responding to me it's like well again to me i I don't care care if they're Not responding. I'm thinking, what can I do to get this sorted out? Book an appointment with them. Get on the phone. Again, she. This this is sometimes you know with an employee mindset. There, you know, where employees come in, they often blame other, other, other things. Um, but for me, is the, you know, I'm thinking, okay, this is actually my responsibility. How can I fix this? So this never happens again in the future you know what when a new client comes on board we're gonna you're gonna book it's a, a call with them and you're gonna it's gonna be an hour long and you're gonna get this tracking sorted that that week and that by the end of that call you should 100% know how to track the leads the um you know the opt-ins the the appointments the sales there should be not no other questions that way by the end of the call there's no more back and forth emails that has to be done the very first week. And again, that's my responsibility to set up and to create that process. The Point is, it would have been very easy for me to blame my campaign manager and go, you're not doing this and you're not doing that, you're not doing this, but you know, where where does blaming, and this is one of the, the, I think probably Jack talks about in the book, where does blaming leave you? It literally leaves you in the same spot. So by assuming and taking 100% responsibility, now I can control that circumstance. Now I can create that reality that I want. By again this is in the specific adva- example when new clients come on board, we have the we have the tracking set up right from the get-go. So that small example shows you I just show, yeah, this is the, this is the way out of that I think, but again the principle of taking 100% responsibility. Now, um, you know, this is where I see a lot of us coaches fall into this trap with our marketing and our and running our business, where we can sometimes tend to blame things. And it's funny that I'm recording this episode right now. I actually just paused the, um, the podcast. You can probably hear I'm in a different different room now. I'm not outside anymore. But um, I've got a podcast an email from a client this morning. And one of the things that, you know, they sent me an email saying, hey, um, you know, I've got had all these appointments booked, I've had no-shows, and, yeah, you know, people are just not closing and they're kind of blaming it on, um, on the people. <clears throat> and so the first thing I asked them to do was to send me their exact numbers. I said, okay, tell me how many appointments you've booked in the last 30 days, how many no-showed, how many... Um, Sorry, yeah, how many no show, how many showed up and how many made it through to a second call so she does this lady does a two-step close right so the the first step is just to see if you can help and the second step is a um, uh, the second step is is we bring them through to the kind of like the, the full sales call <clears throat> so the people who make it through to the second step are fully qualified so with that being said uh, she sent me this this um, email saying like I had 64 appointments 39 no shows 25 um twenty five showed up and uh had seven second calls so seven full sales calls and she signed no clients and um again so she she was um one of the big complaints that she had was like you know p- these people they need because it's the she helps um parents who have kids of ADHD, ADSD, ODD type children. And she helps them to reduce the tantrums and have like kind of like a, a calm house household. Anyway, um, she said, you know, the parents really need to, in order f- to sign up to my program, they need to discuss it between them. Um, And so what has been happening is she's been letting in that second call, so there's been seven second calls, she's been letting the people off that second call to go away and decide whether the program is for them. Now, the problem with doing that is that as soon as you let someone go off the phone, they almost never come back. Okay, so... So there's kind of t- two two ways you can approach it. So you can blame the people that you can blame kind of like cold traffic and say, well, cold traffic doesn't work for me because, you know, I tried, I got on, had lots of no-shows and I, I got all these sales calls but people, you know, they just didn't sign up. Well, that's one way of looking at it. The way I look at it is, um, I mean, yes, we can improve the the no-shows which I um, actually went through her calendar system yesterday and did a, like a 20-minute, Loom video for her because there was a lot of things that were not right with her calendar system, which actually I might, I might do another podcast episode about that because it was um, very enlightening. Um, uh, a lot of good info on that. So I might do that separately on how I helped her increase or how I'm helping her increase the show up rate. Anyway, no shows can be improved, sure. But initially, like my my thing here is, okay, she's had seven... These are qualified people in her sales calls and she hasn't closed one. I know from experience, um, industry standards for qualified people, you should be closing like for a second-step sales call. So she's already spoken to them once in a 15-minute call. She's invited them to a second call um, where she's kind of map out her whole system and how it works and how the program's gonna help, blah, blah. blah. That second call should be closing at least 30 to 40 percent. Um, so what that means is out of those seven calls she's had, she should have got at least two clients. okay had she done that, her ads would have been profitable. Now what she's told me is like she's let them off the phone and you know to go away because she's speaking to the parents on the call. Again, coming to, to the message of this episode, you know yes, you can blame cold traffic and say, well, cold traffic doesn't work for me or you know I, the, the parents have to go away and make the decision. Um, for me, I'm like, okay, now how can I how can I change a situation? How can I take responsibility here and make it? So I am um, you know signing these clients. and so what I'm gonna tell her, I haven't sent her this message. I'm saying, look, you had seven sales calls and you didn't close one. So what you need to do is um, you need to close them on the call. An example of that, like how would you do that? Well, I said to her previously, for that second call, you need to get both parents on the phone. So by, by the way, both of the people coming on to this, these sales calls are not coming for a free strategy session. They're literally coming up to sign up for the program. They're, they're jumping on the phone to learn about her program, not for a free game plan or something like that. They're, they're jumping on the phone. So they're, they're, quali- you know, they're, they're high quality prospects, like looking for a solution. And so I said, like, you know, when you invite them, she, generally she's talking to the... I think the mum on the first call, I said to her like, well, before you invite people through to the second call, you let them know, hey, can you? does your husband need to be part of this decision? And almost always he does. Is it okay, he has to be on that second call. If they don't show up together on the second call, you just reschedule, right? So first step, you've got to have them both on that second call, right? Because they both need to make the buying decision. Then you need to take them through your whole sales process on that call, and then you have to ask for the sale at the end of that call. You cannot let them go without getting them to make a decision, either yes or no. And that's what she's doing. She's letting them go because she has this belief that they have to go away. Anyway, the point is, and now she's blaming, you know, a, a lot of different things. This is just one area that I, I can see that she's a, she needs to improve. But the, the point is you can blame and you can say call traffic doesn't work or, um, you know, this and that and have it. But, but at the end of the day, like, where does that leave you? It doesn't leave, it leaves you in the same spot. Instead, take responsibility and go, hey, how can I, um, how can I chain? And, and to her credit, by the way, I'm not, she she is very, um, she does take a lot of direction, which is great. I'm just, this is a very specific uh, situation. But um, anyway, um you can blame and stay in the same spot or you can take responsibility and go how can i how is this my fault right how it am how how is losing how is having seven calls and not closing one my fault because then when you do that all of a sudden you have the power to change a circumstance like it's like okay well i'm not have i had seven calls seven qualified people that i've spoken to i haven't closed one by taking responsibility and go what is what is wrong with what i'm doing right? What is wrong with what I'm doing versus blaming these circumstances? That now allows you to change things about you, which gets a different result, right? And that's where the power comes from. By changing what you're doing, then you'll get a different result. And as I just mentioned, one of the things that she could do is ask for the sale on that second call. Like they are getting on that second call knowing that they could be investing. And I would literally tell them that when you're, when you're booking the, the second call, I would say, look, we, uh, I'm, I can definitely help. What I'll do is I'll book a second call. By the way, please make sure you've said your husband needs to be part of this decision. Please make sure he's on that call because we could be, te- be potentially working together and he needs to be on that call to, you know, to be in, as part of that decision. We're going to make the decision on that call, whether we are going to work together or not. Does that make sense, Mrs. Johnson? Great. So the point is, if she's taking them through that second call and they're not signing up, there's, there's, she's not doing something right with her sales process. And for me, generally, what that is. Yeah. Number one, she's letting them go and not, not um, asking for the sale. Number two, they're actually not bought in on her methodology. And I had a, a few episodes ago, I recorded uh, a, a podcast episode on how to pitch your, how to pitch your, um, your service, how to pitch your program in, in, a, in a sales call. So go back and listen to that it as it was super valuable episode. But the point is she is doing something wrong to not close those sales again, because I know from industry standards she should be closing at thirty to forty percent on those second calls. So just immediately, I can tell from her numbers something is going wrong with what she is doing. Now, if she wants to blame, that's fine. Again, usually she doesn't. I'm, I'm this is um, I'm not coming down on her. I'm just saying this is a lot, I see a lot of this with with coaches. You can blame and you can stay in the same spot, or you can go how, how you know how am I responsible for this result? What can I do differently next time to change this result? And if you're not sure what that is, that's that's fine. That's where you get a mentor to help you. Okay, but anyway, the point is, the power, the you know, the principle of responsibility gives you power to create your reality to get any result that you want. So I employ you to um, go and read the first chapter of, of of Jack Canfield's book, The Success Principles. I believe he gives it away. The first ten chapters for free. You can get them for free somewhere. Um, go and read it or just look it up, Google for, um, the pa- law power of responsibility or something, Jack Canfield, success principles. You may even be able to get that chapter free somewhere. It is the most powerful in the whole book. Um, it gives you the power to get any result that you want in life and business. Um, I, I'm actually, <laughs> i got my 300th episode coming up um, and I really should have done this for episode 300. It's, it's that important um but here we are episode 271 or something let <laughs> me really do now so anyway that's the call to action for today it's not to book an appointment with me if you need it's to go read that that first chapter of the success principles on on responsibility because he does a much better job of what i've done um in explaining why the power of responsibility is so so powerful to give to, to get you the life that you want, get you the results in business that you want. But then obviously once you read that, take it on board and actually implement it. Instead of blaming, go, how am I, even if, you know, someone's done you wrong, like someone in business has done you wrong and they've ripped you off or whatever. Now, for example, like I've been ripped off by, by, you know, a lot of quote unquote gurus. I don't blame them. I blame me because it's like, well, what did I do? Well, for me, I chose wrong. I should have done my due diligence and I will never let that happen again. I will never let another guru rip me and I And I haven't, right? Because I took responsibility and, and gone, okay, now I know what to look for. Yes, I was naive, but it was still, it was me. I can blame the gurus as much as I want, but it was me not doing my due diligence, me believing these big claims when I was getting going that I could earn 50K a month in like the next 90 days or whatever. You know, that that's on me. It's not really on them. Um, yes, what they did was wrong, but... It was me, it was my responsibility. And now because of that, I can now ha- get a different result going forward. So that's what I mean by taking full responsibility. Even when you don't, even when it's totally out of your hands, even when you can, you know, it, it was the other person that um, that did, did you really bad. But again, and it might it might hurt to take responsibility. It is gonna hurt in a lot of situations. It's gonna be very frustrating, but it will allow you to get the, the exact results that you want in life and create craft the life that you want okay so with that being said go ahead go read that chapter and i'll see you in the next episode See you then cheers